There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We're your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Yo, what up? What up? Yo. I thought this was a pretty fun episode. Uh, yeah, jam-packed. Yeah, I mean, I might be in the minority. It seems like online reaction, it wasn't so hot. Yeah, everybody's a real downer. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all need to everybody. stop. Not everybody. Well, obviously not everybody, but some vocal people. Yeah, they're like, nothing happened. I'm like... I don't know. I think a lot happened. I was going <laughs> to say, are we watching the same episode? Yeah, according to my notes, I think a lot happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, it was fun. We had some interesting developments on mm-hmm. the island. We have the, what is it, Sluice Way. Oh, man, the that was Sluice fun. Way. That was fun. To, yes. That, that was just interesting. I mean, should we just jump in and talk about that? What do you think? Or should we wait until... Uh, we get. I was gonna to say, may we leave that to like the finale? Hmm. Usually, like the biggest news, they kind of break first, right? You know, like if you're watching the news, you don't save the big news till the end. Are we news? <laughs> well, no, not really. Because that's news to All right, me. Well, we'll talk about it toward the end then. But <laughs> I think the sluice, sluice way. Sluice way. <laughs> I think that's cool. Anyway, could it be? It could be. <laughs> so. Um, is the sluice way like a highway? For water. <laughs> it is. Like legit. Cruising so, down the sluice way. You know what was pretty cool? What? When the When the show first opened, right? Yes. We have Marty inside a bucket of a uh, tractor, right? With the chainsaw in hand. <laughs> it's not a tractor, but yes. What, what was he in? I thought he was in a tractor. He was an excavator. Okay. Wasn't he? He was in the, the wider scoop. It was, like a, it was like a tractor scoop. Okay. Okay. I can settle on tractor scoop. Yeah. So it's just funny that he's like, chill, like, just, <laughs> you know, that's how they get work done, right? <laughs> it's just how they get work done. With the chainsaw. Yeah. And uh, Rick was doing chainsaw stuff too. I was waiting for them to like start juggling them between each other. <laughs> yeah. And Charles was like driving the forklift. So Marty must have a lot of faith in Charles. Wow, I didn't even notice that. Wait, is he the one you want to put your faith in? No. He's the secret sneaky guy, isn't he? He's the secret keeper. Just kidding, Charles. He's the secret keeper. (laughs) And if you're not careful, he'll put you in the money (laughs) pit. Yeah, so we, it was just just funny to see that, you know, he's like in this scoop, just doing doing his his thing. thing. (laughs) That's how, that's how it goes. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we had a lot of activity in that area that's kind of in between the Money Pit and Smith's Cove. Correct. Um, looking at sausage, right? <laughs> Choice sausage. <laughs> Choice sausage. <laughs> yeah, so come on, sausage, Terry says. And Terry's, he's pretty, he's pretty excited. Yeah, well, they have reason to be excited. Sand? They, well, not just sand. I mean, doing the work that they did in it last week, Mm-hmm. Pulling up the wood, having it potentially date, you know, from 1730s, right? Mm-hmm. We got a wood sandwich. Yeah. And now I mean, we have sand. We so, have a sandwich. We sure do. Wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they found a kind of like, a, 
almost like a void filled with sand, right? Mm -hmm. So like a four foot wide void. Mm -hmm. And Doug was excited about that because he's like, well, that matches historical descriptions Good. of a sand-filled tunnel. Yep. And I'm like, I didn't hear about that before, but cool, sure. I mean, they, they know a lot more than us. And they probably yes. they probably talk about this stuff all day long, but they only have so much that they could fill into an Guarantee episode. Guarantee it. So, so they probably yeah. talk about looking for sand like all the time, and it just never came up before mm -hmm. and so they don't put it in the show and now it comes up they're like oh well let's talk about this sand let's talk about the sand and the mm -hmm. three by four foot tunnel of sand mm -hmm. and then well we don't know if it's three feet wide he's doug said three by four are mm -hmm. the descriptions okay yeah that's the historical description sure thank okay. you <laughs> and we got a new animation out of it that's yeah i always like the new animations but the new animation kind of was scary. I thought it looked like a bunch of teeth and you're like looking down the throat of some kind of scary creature. Like the Sarlacc pit in Star Wars? Sure. You don't know what a Sarlacc pit is for real? I, I can't Okay, in see episode it. six, when uh -huh. they, uh, the Return of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. You know, it's the one where Leia's in the bikini on Jabba the Hutt's barge. Yes, right? yes. They take Luke to throw him into the Sarlacc pit mm -hmm. so that he can get eaten by this, you know, this monster in the in the pit in the desert. Yes. And that's how they're going to kill him. Yes, I just can't visualize. It's, it, it's like a big pit with teeth all around it. That's all it is. Okay, well then, yes, that's there exactly what it looks took a while, like. Well, took a while to get there. Well, I'm sorry if I didn't recall exactly. Like I, it's okay. Whatever. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks. Watch more Star Wars. I'm too busy watching Oak Island. Okay. Thanks. Oh, well, that's okay. Anyway, we have <laughs> enough we, of our debate. We have tickets to go see the new Star Wars. Aren't you excited? Oh yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it needs to get on the calendar though. Yeah, I mean. Episode 7 was okay. Mm -hmm. Episode 8, I thought was good the first time I saw it, but thinking back, I'm not so sure it was good. It was just okay. Wow. I You're throwing out fighting words for people. Well. Right nobody, now, no, you are... Nobody agrees with me about Star Wars, right? So. Well, that's true. Because my favorite one is, I won't talk about it here because I don't want to get made fun of, but... Yeah, and you'll make us lose subscribers or... Nah. <laughs> But anyway, that's enough Star Wars talk. I'm just excited about the new one. Mm -hmm. So, well, they get. What else are they doing with that sonic drill? Well, they're excited about the sand, and Jack calls Rick. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Rick? yeah, yeah. And he's like, "We found no, the flood." No, tunnel. he called Marty. Oh, okay, yeah, and Marty's <laughs> like, "Really?" Yeah, yeah. Like he's like legit saying, "We found the flood tunnels." No speculation yeah. in his voice. He's oh like, no, no, we just did. J Jack's a hundred percent. Committed. When he finds sand, it's a flood tunnel. Mm -hmm. And when Rick shows up with him, he's, he's expecting to see something pretty impressive. I think he's expect. He's like, but there's no wood. <laughs> we all well, know. Yeah, you know it's funny. I'm in my notes right there mm -hmm. when they're talking. You know, Rick is like, yeah, there's no wood. Marty's like, yeah, it's probably not a bad. You know, it's probably yeah, not a bad good. thing. That's fine. That's fine. But. It was just, I, I wrote down that Rick has become a Marty, yes. and Marty has become a Rick. It, I just, now when we <laughs> the ask. The transition is complete. <laughs> yes, when we ask people, are you a Rick or a Marty, it's a very confusing question now. Yeah, all of a sudden, because I've, I've been a, a Rick, 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 and you've been a Marty, Marty, Marty. I know. It's one of those, 
but what season? If you ask them, <laughs> are they a Rick or a Marty? You have to say what season. I'm a season one, two, and three, and four, at least, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> but the, okay, so I've decided that Rick is just very tired of mm-hmm. being enthusiastic all the time, getting everybody jazzed. And Marty's like, well, I have been the skeptic all this time, and now you bring me some solid stuff. I can be all in because mm-hmm. I have the evidence. Mm-hmm. I feel you, Marty. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, those guys, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, Yeah, it's the just... transformation's complete. We've gone through a wormhole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just kind of like, it's a Freaky Friday moment, you know, where they switch bodies, yeah, <laughs> it's... switch spots, like the brain's just got swapped between the two bodies and yeah i don't know except it's a freaky tuesday so maybe they just collided with each other somehow like ran at each other like i want to see what it's like to be you and yeah and here we are today on freaky friday tuesday marty's like wow you're a lot taller (laughs) is that what it's like up here is it what it's like to have undenying hope all the time yeah yeah, yeah, so that was pretty fun. And then they, you know, eventually decide to drill again mm-hmm. and reposition the drill about five feet away to the west, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Five feet away to the west, drill another hole. We get that core and everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. I'm like five feet away and I'm thinking the accounts are a three by four tunnel. Mm-hmm. Aren't we thinking... We're not going to hit it? Well, I guess they're trying to go up up the line, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're off by an inch... You're off by a mile. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We got some very unexciting dirt out of that sausage. <laughs> yeah, that was some... It, it was funny because they set up like a whole outdoor war room for that. You know? Oh. That's basically what it was. They're like so excited. They were expecting to find the rest of that, you know, like another sample of the sand-filled flood tunnel. Oh, yeah. And... I'm just seeing this perfect side-by-side shot in my head of mm-hmm. the outdoor war room versus the indoor war room. <laughs> and everybody's very concerned with safety this year. I've seen a lot of vests come out Good for job. the outdoor job, war room mm-hmm. and the hats. Nicely done. Safety first. I'm a big fan of the safety first. Yeah, the outdoor war room was a big rectangular piece of plywood board for the table, right? Mm-hmm. Rectangular. Yeah, rectangular, just like in the war room. Nope, because in the war room, it is oval. Whatever. Like, you were trying to point that out to me, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, a, like they don't show either end of it, yeah. and it's just, it looks like a giant rectangle. They, like, they literally didn't show the corners... I paused it and said, look, it's no. curved at both ends. <laughs> and you don't even remember our argument about <laughs> it being oval or square. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm bringing it up now because <laughs> I just don't think you're right. But that's okay. Oh, man. I got I got to go dig that one up. You know, classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Anyways, what else do we got from that whole area up there not a whole lot well they so they do reposition the drill mm-hmm. they take that sample don't like it they're like eh. they don't like no, it they don't like it and they're, they're like, like eh, this sucks well they're like you know what let's stop doing the expensive guessing drilling game yeah even though what they're switching to might be like way more expensive no, like no. it has to be like <laughs> insanely more expensive what they're saying, like a thousand million times pulled. I'm like, it's it's got to be so much more expensive. 
Well, a thousand million times, yes. <laughs> they're going to move the sonic drill, I figured, to a different location so they're not tying it up over there. Mm-hmm. And they all just really want to blow up that half of the island anyways. So they're like, hey, Boom. let's put... <laughs> Shush. Uh, <laughs> let's put dynamite all yeah. over that side of the island. We're going to blow it up. It's, let's see if something happens. When Robert Clotworthy is, was explaining how what like, how where they're going to set up all these charges, <laughs> I was just like, my mind was like, <laughs> like it's blown. Like it's so much of the island. Well, we get this animation and it's pulling out and more and more of the islands mm-hmm. being shown and then more and more grid is being shown. I was like, is there Yeah, they showed the prior grids. Uh-huh. And much smaller. They're like much smaller. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> yeah, but I mean so so anyway, Eagle Canada shows up, right? Oh yes. And our favorite giant of Oak Island. They're comes, back. Comes, you know, trotting out of his car. He's like, yo, guys, I got 6,500 geophones. I got 18,000 charges. Yeah. I got 35 guys going to work on this when I had 15 last time. Okay. We're talking about like a small military yeah. operation happening mm-hmm. here. And that's, I mean, at least that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. What's going on? That's my, my old phone over there. Is, uh, the alarm's going off. If you're watching this video, I'm sorry. Pause. Pause. I'll keep you entertained. So there she goes. She's going to go do her thing. And I'm chilling here with y'all. What up? Um, If you got a problem, I'll solve it. That's what Alex the Giant says rolling on into Oak Island. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to get all this stuff planted. And then we're going to blow it all up. And then it's going to be like, boom goes the dynamite. I could say that because she's not here. Hey. Oh, hi. You're back. I'm back from outer space. Yeah. So, where Alex were we? Alex is the Giant. Man, I just, I just like that guy. He's cool. He is cool. I would not want to mess with him or make him angry. Do you remember that I had looked him up and he was former number one draft pick for this uh, Canadian Football League? Well, isn't someone else the ones that pointed out to us that... He hey, he player. was a football player. Yeah. I was like, well, that makes a lot yeah. more sense. Yeah, and then I looked him up, but he was not just a football player. He was the number one draft pick for whatever year it was. I think it was like 1998 or something. But That's an interesting path. So he's a football player. Uh-huh. Then he got he must he got a degree in something, right? Uh, I would think so. I don't think they just handed him <laughs> some dynamite and said, I think you'd be good at this. <laughs> and then he... Yeah, I mean, he's got and probably now a successful he's on Oak there, Island. And now he's, got, now he's at Oak Island blowing up half the island. I mean, that's pretty sweet. In a grid-like pattern. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. So it was uh, fun to see the Eagle Canada guys back. And, I mean, we learned a lot about the seismic testing last year. And, and Rick now we get seems to learn excited. Even more. Yeah. He's, he, he is he seems, really excited about the dynamite. giddy. Yes. He was like, yeah, they're back. Let's go blow stuff up. And, and... What I think Alex said, yeah, we're going to get some stuff. And he's like, well, I hope it's more than some or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, we brought some dynamite or brought oh, some yeah. powder or yeah. whatever. He's like, oh. I hope, I hope it's, it's more than just some. some. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the camaraderie between all those guys is great. It's great. It's yeah. hilarious. It's 
epic. It's all it's all the things. All the things. So yeah, the whole like Eastern drum one's gonna get seismic charged, yo. And you know they wanted to do this before. They're like, okay, let's just uh, move this sonic drill. Everybody, please evacuate that side <laughs> of the the whole island. The whole island, the drumlin, the. From well, the, let, from, let's go find something else to do. From the swamp east. Mm-hmm. No man, you know, that's no man land right it's now. It's no man's land. Stay out of there. Yeah, that's maybe that's why they're doing so much work over on the other part of the island, you know, doing the metal detecting and mm-hmm. the archaeology work there, right? Yes, and you know what? Speaking of sand, when they pulled up all that sand before, mm-hmm. didn't they also pull up a lot of sand in the mega bin? I believe so. I think that was what the anomaly was, right? Mm. Mm. Well, if it were me, I, I wouldn't crib a uh, flood tunnel that I wanted to last that long. Mm. So Terry was kind of like, he was the one that was shocked that it was sand, right? And he's the geologist. He was like, yeah, you don't, you know, we haven't seen sand in this area. Yeah, not like this. Not like this. Mm-hmm. And, but, I mean, if it was the same kind of issue or sand as the mega bin mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure he I'm, I'm pretty sure i remember him being on hand for that and so when they were doing the drilling and the samplings over there so he probably has seen that and so it must be somewhat different or else he wouldn't have got excited you don't know that maybe mm-hmm. i'm speculating isn't you that what can, we kind of do here yeah you can speculate but you're speculating wrong <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Now that we're done there. Okay. What are we doing? Now they're they're doing some metal detecting. Yes. On lot twenty seven. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her notes right now. It says lot twenty one. Yep. yep. I just assumed we were on lot twenty one again, because they were talking about the. The things. The things. The McGinnis yeah. Foundation. No. Uh, oh, the swages? Swages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Well, they found this new chisel. Yes. Today, or today. Just, on the, on just the, today. On the most recent episode. Yes. It was a big one. Yeah, I mean, well, it was big because... It, I, I'm glad it's big, because can you imagine she being a tiny chisel and trying to hit it with a hammer and, like, hurting your hand? Totally like, missing. Yeah, I would... I, like, my thumb would be, like, crushed. Probably find some broken thumb pieces yeah, around there. probably. And you know the only thing a chisel like that could be used for? The only thing what? <laughs> Tunneling, Tunneling under that lot. Oh yeah, that's that's what <laughs> Jack, Jack is, is sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the only thing. I, I get that it's big <laughs> and could take it. This isn't made for like fine details. It's made for taking off chunks of rock. Mm-hmm. But you could use that for making a mantle or. You know, we have Nolan's cross where one side of it was flat, flat, right? Mm-hmm. You could use it for that. Yeah, that's not tunneling. Nope. It's just funny because that's just where his mind goes because yeah, he's just excited about treasure. He's got the gold fever. He does have the gold fever. That's what our friend Mike would say, say about it. He'd have the gold fever. Bit by the gold bug. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So. Who was there? We had Gary. Uh-huh. We had Jack, of course. And then we had Peter Fernetti. Yes, Peter. Peter got some airtime. He did. And he got to 
call his uncle. Mm -hmm. He sounded pretty nervous, you know, like yes. he, he's not comfortable in front of the camera c completely yet. But he's, you know. But hey, look where Alex was a few years ago, right? Yes. And look where he is now. So he, they have to give him these baby steps so that he can get really camera ready and like be, be able to tell a story on camera mm -hmm. like the other guys can. It's not, I mean, so many people have debated whether or not this show is scripted, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not scripted, but when you stick a camera out there and in someone's face, it's going to make you feel either be nervous it, it's really hard to get used Freeze to up it a little bit not mm -hmm. being there it, it's just yeah but he's been around it for years and years but he's not expected to tell a story exactly or explain what's going on or anything like that yeah but he'll get there i have a lot oh, of yeah. faith in him he's he's he seems like a good kid oh yeah, I, I have absolutely no doubt. He, I just he's I want the, people to understand. He was a Marty, right? Remember? Mm, they, oh they yeah. Were, they were telling saying how he was like the the skeptic nephew. <laughs> right? The skeptic nephew. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, that could be a card title. Ooh, that could be. <laughs> the skeptic nephew. Yeah, well, that's not really a knight, a pirate or a king. We, oh my. We could put Sir Skeptic <laughs> Nephew. Yeah, well, we'll see how Peter's King card of the comes Skeptics. Out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like there could be a really good. Yeah, the cards are being mailed out. <laughs> we'll talk about more about the uh, Oak Island trading cards at the end of the show. Of course. They're real Bobby Dazzlers. Oh, my gosh. We have them in hand. If you want to see them, look at it. Go, go to YouTube. If you're not watching this on YouTube, go mm -hmm. to YouTube and watch the video, and we'll show you what the, all the cards look like there. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So anyway, Iron lot twenty-seven. Chisel. Check. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know it's funny. Like right when Gary starts metal detecting, mm -hmm. he's like, "Come to Papa." You know, he's like talking to all his little, uh, <laughs> all his little friends, his little friends out there, and he scans something. He's like, "Oh, that's modern junk. I don't want that." <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that. I hope you got big bags. We're gonna do a lot of digging. And Peter's like, "Yeah, we got big bags." <laughs> He's funny. Jack is, or Gary's funny. Hey, you know what? Gary loves the trading cards. Just saying. Sorry, <laughs> yes. I had to throw that in there. We showed them to Gary. He thought they were great. That's good. He said, Game of Thrones, eat your heart out. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh, th those are, they're just too much fun. Yeah. So, then what? Do we actually go over to Lot 21? <laughs> we do go to Lot 21, yeah. Okay. So Lot 21 is where the McInnes Foundation is. That is correct. And they haven't been able to do a lot of work over there because it's an archaeological sensitive area. Mm -hmm. And it's protected. It is. Protected no more. <laughs> okay. Well, it's still protected. <laughs> the cloak has been lifted. So, oh, Craig officially <laughs> declares Laird in charge of this lot. Mm -hmm. And he looks so excited like his eyes are twinkling because he's like oh uh, a new archaeological site and mm -hmm. i'm in charge and you know what craig's thinking keep laird busy because we gotta blow up the other side <laughs> of the island and if he's busy over here he can be distracted and he's distracted all right this is totally a, a distraction you know what's funny though hmm. so we had so it was Craig. Mm -hmm. It was who else was over there with him? Alex and Laird, right? 
Yes, and, and the GPR guys. Yeah, they were talking to the GPR guys, Steve Watson and Don Johnston. Mm -hmm. They were the guys that did the scan uh, in the area between the Money Pit and yep. Smith's Cove. Mm -hmm. What do you? What is that called up there? I always forget what it's called. What do they call Upper it? Upper Beach. Upper Beach. So a few weeks ago, it was the same guys that did that mm -hmm. GPR scan. Um, so yeah, cool, right? And yeah, then, cool. <laughs> and then oh, I just I, I like that they use the same people. You know, I, it, I was going to say something. It shows about that them. they have confidence in what they did before. Here's, I really like them. I think of like the GPR tag team duo. That's kind of what they are in my yeah, head. Yeah. And then, but they did a really great job explaining about the GPR mm -hmm. and the fact of why the, the dirt soil disturbances and mm -hmm. what it means. The, yeah. The soil will never go back because it's a new composition and why it's different. It's one of the reasons GPR isn't good in some places because if you know there's been a lot of digging and soil disturbances and you're looking for a native soil. For example, maybe places where people have dug a lot of holes trying to find something, and then it looks like the same thing as maybe something buried Like The there. Secret? Yes, just like <laughs> The Secret. Like our favorite treasure hunt? Oh, I, I don't know. I think no, Oak, Oak Island's my favorite treasure favorite. hunt now. Yeah. <laughs> don't even try to throw The Secret as the favorite. Well, it was for a while for me, but I think I'm back into Oak Island. <laughs> You're back. Yeah, from out of space. Did we just, did you say that earlier? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, my bad, my no, bad. It's okay. Okay, lot 21. Yeah, well, okay, so we have the GPR guys. They're explaining how it all works. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's good stuff. And then uh, when Robert Clotworthy was doing his voiceover and talking some about the uh, how, their, how their equipment works, mm -hmm. it was, what was it? Oh, I think their GPR can detect uh, disturbances 15 feet deep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that doesn't sound like a lot, but it it's is a pretty... lot deep especially yeah, for what they're deep. looking for yeah i mean because most of the stuff gary's finding is really on the surface right uh -huh. and so if they can find some weird little disturbances mark them gary comes over with his metal detector says oh there's something there bobby does there woo you know I, it could just be like that it could but what he's finding is very surface level oh yeah like within a foot yeah, it, it's within a foot, but then we're also looking at the fact that we're right around a foundation, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Craig points out we know that there's a couple wells and mm -hmm. springs, original ones, that we still have the stones around the top. You can even see the slightly changed formation when they show us that it's right below the spring, the bigger anomaly they get yeah. that they've marked out. Um, and what looks like potentially a filled in cellar. Mm -hmm. It was about four feet below the surface and about four feet wide. Did we get a clot worthy moment from that? Like a, a second cellar? Maybe. I don't remember if we did or not. Well, I guess you'll have to find out. Oh, maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Maybe. So it's just kind of strange though. Like, I mean, I wasn't paying really good attention right then, I guess, because I don't know what I, I was like, huh? Second cellar? What? I must have been taking notes about something else. And I was, I did like, do you have excuses? Okay. Excuses. What Anyways, else? What else? Laird points out that in the foundation that we can see that mm -hmm. they're, the way one part was cut out, 
it looked like maybe some cellar steps. Mm -hmm. And that potentially we could be looking at what they found with the GPR as a second cellar, which would be exciting. Mm -hmm. Because that would be like a root cellar, maybe a vegetable cellar. Maybe where they hide buried treasure. Maybe a treasure cellar. <laughs> Maybe a Why treasure not? cellar. Maybe roots, a wine you know, cellar. Roots, treasure, same thing. It's the same thing. And I was Both thinking to myself with Samuel Ball, he if he was a cabbage farmer, mm-hmm. he definitely would have had a root <laughs> cellar. And I'm thinking, well, McGinnis lives out there. I'm sure he did some gardening. No, well, they said that that's why he had those different lots was for farming purposes. Mm-hmm. That's like his his official mm-hmm. reason. I'm doing the air quotes here. Well, it w- it makes sense. It does make Back sense. Back in those days, you lived off the land. Yeah, yeah. You got to put your food somewhere, <laughs> somewhere cold, Burr. like in the ground, cold and dark. You put your potatoes in the cold and dark so they last longer. Burr. Your cabbage would go there too. Burr. Burr. Yeah, I said a burr, chicken burr. But Laird is very excited about this idea of mm-hmm. a second cellar. Heck yeah, he is. It, I, I don't know. He was going to pull a jack, and I thought he was going to start digging with his bare hands. and like. Yeah. Laird doesn't go that crazy. No, I thought he was going to have to hold back Jack. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's lots of good reasons for a second cellar. And we would expect additional structures or wells within that property. Well, I'm excited to see what they come up when they look further into it. Whatever happened to that potential <laughs> cellar or whatever Laird found that last was, year? That was Samuel Ball. Uh, still, yeah. I nev- we never heard anything else about it. Well, you know, that's the danger here. Maybe we're never going to hear anything else about the second cellar. Laird, uh, what happened? Well, you know, if it's a nothing burger, why would they continue talking about it? Because I want to know. I need closure. What if it's a, like an amazing find of the century, and they're like, "Wow, we can't even let the we can't let the public know about this. Like what, this will change the world." What amazing find of the century? <laughs> Could it possibly be that pile of rocks? Mm-hmm. I, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about this supposed nothing burger. I bet you have some code written on it with a chisel. Secret recipes written, written in code. code. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It might be my favorite clout worthy moment ever. Okay. Now what? War room? Yeah. They had some war room stuff. We're, like they're talking with this uh, new theorist, right? New theorist. He called, They call him like an expert. Oh, he was an expert. He is an expert, right? Chip Reed. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him. Have you? I have. But I don't really recall from what. But I, 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 he looked familiar to me, and I, I know I've seen him somewhere before. <laughs> Was it just on a? Um, it might have been commercial, on a commercial for, for Oak, Oak Island. Island. No, no. <laughs> I, I had seen him somewhere before. Uh huh. Well, he's an author, mm-hmm. and he was in the U.S. Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and you know, specializes in that. Yeah. Well, you figure he'd be a Navy guy. Why? Because he's like an expert on <laughs> naval ships and, you know, he, he's... So, let me see what I have in my, co- my like notes. like marine history and... He's a naval historian. Yes. Okay. N- Navy. But he's a marine. 
It's just, I know that you have, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive, but it's just, it's just funny that he's a Marine, but he Marine. studies Navy stuff. Yeah, but like even the term Marine, so Marina, Mariner, Mariner. I don't think that's how this one works. That's how it works. <laughs> Maybe it's it has to be. Anyway, he shows them a diagram of a water <laughs> battery, right? Yeah, I tried googling water battery. You know what I got? What? A lot of green energy information. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that didn't go as expected. Yeah, uh, yeah. The team seemed impressed by the potential link to the L-shaped structure found, you know, last year in Smith's Cove. Well, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. There even looked like, as I was looking at the illustration he had, a Billy's wall. That's all I've got to say. Well, Billy's wall might be the most important structure of all of of all time. So. Of all time. It might be. I don't know. It could. It really could be. But like Marty said, he hadn't really thought of it as a military operation mm -hmm. before. Until now, I guess. But it's it makes such a sense. small island, though. Like, I mean, it's so tiny. Like, how are you going to stage a whole military operation there? It doesn't have to be a big military operation. You just need to be well-placed. That's mm -hmm. kind of the point. It's just a tiny little spit of land in the middle of the North Atlantic. Okay, not in the middle, but just off the shore of the North Atlantic. It's, like, really tiny. Okay, Charleston. Mm -hmm. Like, the entire island is the fort. Whatever that fort is called. Sumter? That one. Okay. So, the entire island's the fort in this case, too. Mm. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, sure. It's I'm about just, strategic just, placement. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't put much thought into it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, also, Gary says the only... It only makes sense. Who would have the manpower to do all of this except for, like, an older military? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. It just... It seems like, duh. Yeah, I mean... To me. If they're going to dig a 200-foot pit or dig in from the side of the beach uh -huh. you know a tunnel you know one way or the other in down i mean you'd have to have a huge it, it'd be a huge <laughs> it'd be a huge operation right <laughs> it would be a huge operation of skilled workers potentially yeah so i mean a military makes sense a uh, pirate with like a shipload of slaves would make sense uh -huh. from back that in those times so yep i mean it's possible but so, yeah. it seems, I don't know. I don't know. We hear more about the Duke Don V. Oh, man. We can't get away from that guy. Alex's great, 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 great grandfather. Man, doppelganger. <laughs> they look exactly alike. Uh, the traits, the the face traits. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's funny. So our friends over at Booze and Bourbon, uh -huh. uh, Kimberly, I showed her that image of uh, Alex next to the Duke Don V. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, she said the same thing, doppelganger. You know, like, mm -hmm. they, they look like they are related. Like, how can exactly. they not be related? I've been saying it for a long time, too. But when For you, a couple of years, but right? We finally get some really great, like, face-on shots of Alex, mm -hmm. and then you put him next to the Duke. It... Yeah, go to our Facebook page or Twitter, 
um, for us. Mm-hmm. And like I, I made and like during the episode last week or this week, I made a side by side comparison of the Duke Don V and Alex Lagina. And I said, don't even try to tell us that these guys aren't related. It's you know? a little crazy. Yeah. So it's just funny. Go and check it out because I mean they look like they're relatives, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and a couple of years ago, Doug was telling us about the ship's log, talking about yeah. a treasure. Yeah, that was one of the top, was like the number three theory. Uh, something like from that. From the theories episode. Yeah, so he went into, Doug went into detail about how they have this eight-page ship log of the expedition from the Duke Don V. Mm-hmm. It's his ill-fated one, the one where he died on, right? Mm-hmm. And... They talk yeah. about unloading treasure on a uh, on a, an island and yeah. digging a pit to hide it, right? Mm-hmm. That was, what, 1746. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, it's funny. Like, I have no trouble, like, thinking about that and contemplating that. But when the new theorist comes up and says, yeah, military, you know, milita- that's what Duke Don V was leading, the military. Exactly. And, like, I don't have a problem accepting it when I think about it that way. But the other way is like, I don't know, but it's the same thing. It is. Well, and it would actually give you. So what he's saying is after they the French founded Lewisburg mm-hmm. and then they were going to be a, attacked by Pepperell's men. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. That they, they know they're coming and they're thinking, you ain't going to get my treasure mm-hmm. and my gold. So they pack it up and move it why not move it to another military operation they'd be connected to such as with the templar okay but there's still not like (laughs) there's not two miles worth of walls and 30 feet tall walls to fortify that on oak island like there was at lewisburg okay but that's kind of the point at the same time in plain sight yeah for example i mean okay let me give a disclaimer here. Please don't go rob museums. But they are, with these priceless works of art, notoriously some of the worst security. Yeah, don't 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 go and try to rob museums. Well, people. just just think about it because you know, these priceless works of art, there is no aftermarket for it unless you can authenticate it, but then for someone to authenticate it would be to know you stole it. Hmm. <laughs> it hide it in plain plain sight. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, I'm just putting it out there. I hear you. I feel you. It's, um, yeah. I mean, no one's going to walk in and steal the Mona Lisa or anything, but. Well, it know. has been stolen many times, <laughs> it actually. Has, I, don't so... think, I don't think you're getting it out of the Louvre right now. Okay. Though. You're not getting it out of the Louvre, but the Mona Lisa has been stolen. Yeah. Just saying. So you can't say you're not going to go steal the Mona Lisa. Probably not going to happen, though. (laughs) It's probably not going to happen nowadays. It's That one's uh, closely guarded. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, I mean, his his theory, Mm -hmm. Mr. Reed, Mm -hmm. was fun to listen to. I think the guys around the table, the war room, enjoyed it. Yeah, they seemed really impressed. Mm -hmm. I mean... I don't know. The <laughs> L-shaped structure is like an obtuse L, right? Yes. And that's, I mean, it's like a, a greater than symbol. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. Literally. It's a B. 
big greater than yeah, I know. It's just like, but it's a common shape. I mean, it's not like so uncommon to me. Like okay. you don't see them like just hanging out everywhere or anything, but it's not like, you know, it's like two lines adjoin. And I mean, it's like, yeah. Okay. You remember what mm -hmm. I was talking about? But why would it be there though? Is the, is the difference? Well, like last season, people are like, okay, so why are these walls within the cove built this way? Yeah. You know, as far as keeping something in or out, go Google like ancient trenches and such from war okay. and you will see something that looks very similar to what the to those structure? walls that i was talking about like, like billy's wall and such and they like were the filled. most important structure in uh, yes the most important structure but why is something that <laughs> seems like a military use there and then not very far away there's an obtuse l that also shows up on some type of military Sure. I mean, hey, I'm willing to entertain it, right? You know, the guys in the war room were willing to entertain it. Doesn't mean that it's right. Doesn't mean that it's wrong. It gives us something to really think about. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's got to be one of those. But it gives us something to really think about and consider. Yes. And I bet you anything, those guys in the war room have been considering it a lot. That's a true statement. Mm -hmm. And that's what they got to do. You got to really think about it and... All I'm saying is I'm on board with the military. Good. Good for you. Thanks. Not good for you. No, I, I'm I'm willing to accept <laughs> that could be a thing, but Okay. I I'd like to see some follow up on it. You are Rick. You're just following his new path, I've decided. You're not as hopeful. <laughs> you know? I'm very hopeful. You're, what are you talking about? No, you're I guess hopeful is not the right word. You're following Rick's season seven. Arc? Path. Arc. His obtuse L. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You're welcome. Yeah, that, that... I liked it. You know, that um, that fort they were showing in Lewisburg? Mm -hmm. It's pretty significant. Like, that was a, that was a big... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> like, the city that's there now can almost be put inside this fort. Like, that's how big this sucker was. Mm -hmm. Pretty huge. Well... It's like I said, that's a no Fort Vancouver. Yeah. Like, we have a fort here. It's very small. Yeah. But, I mean, comparatively, well, it, it was like the first thing ever built in this it, it area. Was, it know. was. It was. And this is just a replica that we have here now. Like, the original's not. Yeah, the anymore. original site's not. Yeah. So, another thing that is cool about this area in Lewisburg mm -hmm. that uh, Kimberly, again, mm -hmm. from Booze and Bourbon, brought up. Is that the Duke Don V is buried supposedly? I, I haven't looked it up, so I'm just taking her word for it. And she knows a lot more than we do. You know, she's from the area, but uh, buried beneath the, the floorboards of this church in Louis Louisville, or yes. Lewisburg. Sorry, Lewisburg. Lewisburg. So that's cool. Maybe <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he haunts that church, like you know, because she's her, her podcast yeah, is yeah. about ghosts and and bourbon. Yes. So, yeah, booze and bourbons, B-O-O-S, like boo, <laughs> like paranormal yes. stuff, and bourbon, like glug, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> not like boo, hiss. No, not no. quite. No. But, yeah, just fun to fun to think about, though. Yeah, it. I mean, it lines up with the whole him coming back to Lewisburg to reclaim 
the fort mm-hmm. and then dying of scurvy or or whatever on the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said uh, hundreds died on the boat on the voyage back the, with the 13,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened there? Uh, our door opened. Um, yeah, 13,000 people or so died uh, coming back. Or, so, pff, what am I talking they about? They died coming <laughs> 13,000 people. No, not 13,000 people. So we had about hundreds of people die, and he happened to be one of them out of thousands. That's mm-hmm. kind of a bummer. That That is terribly unfortunate. It is. But what can you do? Mm. Hate it when that happens. Yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah. Go do that. We're having an interesting morning. Yeah. So we are recording early in the morning. Before our children wake up, and it seems one of our children have woken up, and so we're gonna go and okay. Deidre is like making sure the kids stay out of our recording space, and she's back. I'm back. Yeah. So we should probably begin like getting through the rest of the stuff so we can attend to our children. <laughs> yes, don't worry. Someone's watching them. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we have Eagle Canada on my notes. We had done some more preparation. Starts really going to start blowing the stuff up, right? <laughs> blowing it up. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the, the kind of big find at the end of the episode, right? Dun, dun, dun. Dan Hensky's revelation. Man, Dan. Dan Hensky, Dan the man. I feel like now anything that's found needs to come to Dan to render an opinion. Yes. Or he's he's got more information than we it's know. All about, hey, it's, if you talk to Rick, it's all about the rendering of opinions. <laughs> that is all that, that's what he is about. That that's that's his jam. Yeah, so Doug said that Dan Hensky found information from Mel Chapel, like doing like going through his his papers. And yeah, his papers, his research, and his, you know... Stuff. His findings, right? <laughs> uh, there was a tu- tunnel dug from Shaft 9 down to the shore. And there was a, supposedly a, a sluice way... Is it sluice? Yeah. Sluice, yeah. A sluice way uh, connecting the two. And what is a sluice, you might ask? I looked it up on MiriamWebstersDictionary.com. Very okay? official. And it says... It's an artificial passage passage of water, fitted with a valve or gate for stopping or regulating flow. Mm-hmm. Also, a body of water pent up behind a floodgate, a dock gate, a stream flowing through a floodgate, a channel to drain or carry off surplus water, a long inclined uh, trough, usually on the ground. So there you go. I mean, that's what they found, right? That is what they found. And when I started looking into sluices, Mm -hmm. the first thing that comes up is like the gold mining sluices Mm -hmm. where they're, well, like it's a big wash plant. Yeah. Is kind of what it looked well, a small wash plant. And in this case, I. They channel the water down and get the. And it's got the little steps and Mm separates it and the gold falls in there yep. and all i'm thinking is shaft nine and there's a sluice way at the end and they never got to test it because they went bankrupt 
Now they find the sluice way. If they open up the sluice way, I just, I have visions of gold just like Mm -hmm. sitting in it, just filled. Because that's what they used. Yeah, probably not. No, but but that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they're on the South Shore. Yeah, according to the records, the sluice way was about 120 feet from Shaft 9. Uh And then the theory is find the sluice way, find Shaft 9, trace that back to the money pit. Uh Because at the time when this stuff was built, they knew where the money pit was. Now it's a mystery because... Mostly because of the Dunfeld expedition where they dug up, you know, a hundred foot wide hole and then filled it back in without much regard. And I mean, so it's a mystery now, but back when this thing was built, they knew where it was. Yes. And so that's what the hope is. And And I saw some people say, yeah, like, sure, sure. They didn't know about this. Like, why is this coming up all of a sudden? And it's like. Have you seen all the information? Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff to go through, so much history. I mean, of course, they they can't get to everything. Maybe they did come across this a couple years ago or whatever, but you can't follow everything at all times. That's not how this treasure hunt works. That's not how any treasure hunting works. You find leads all the time, but you can't follow up on everything at once. Well, and you may have heard of this sluice way, but to be able to really tell where it's at... Mm-hmm. Maybe they finally got a real description of where it's at. And you have to consider they also, that road they were on mm-hmm. would have been built after the sluice way. Mm-hmm. We saw when Marty hopped in the excavator and hmm. started pulling boulders. And then, as Billy tells us, the last uh, tooth was catching on something. Mm-hmm. And his heart probably sank. Cause... Well, hey, let's talk about Billy real quick before you get there. Because Billy wasn't there when he jumped into the excavator. And then Billy shows up and he's like, oh my gosh, I have to watch you do this. <laughs> okay. And then he's like telling Marty step by step, like, this is what you need to do. Uh-huh. And I think at, by the end he was like, you've done well, my Padawan. Yes. <laughs> well, Billy practically comes running. It's like he knew someone he had pro- hopped into his equipment. He, he probably heard it from far away. He's like, oh, no, i got to get down there. Yeah. But then, you know, like, Marty's kind of the boss. You know, you can't just tell him to get you out of the You can't just equipment. kick the boss out of your yeah. equipment. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they drive up. And like I was telling you, I was like, okay, so there's just an excavator sitting there mm-hmm. and a dump truck. And that's when it... It dawned on us, oh, well, Billy was getting stuff to the site. Yeah. He was probably bringing another truck or something, and Marty shows up, and it's like, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Sorry, Billy. Yeah, I wrote in my notes here, Billy was like, Billy joins and be like, what are you doing in my equipment? (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my stuff. It's fine. He, He was able to instruct, you know, that's exactly what he did. He instructed Marty while he was up there. He's like literally... Okay, they're doing the digging. They got out, you know, a lot of the stuff. They're still not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. They start seeing... Then the first person to notice anything was Billy. He's like, oh, look, there, you know, he he, he spotted the, he the goes, water. There it through. is! And then he's like, okay, Marty, bro, Padawan, okay? Young learner, okay? He's like, quarter of a scoop. Like, literally, a quarter, quarter of a scoop. A quarter of a scoop. You know, he knew exactly what to do because... Like, legit, he, he is the master. Yes. Like, he's Yoda, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, 
what is uh, Marty at this point? Marty's like a young Luke Skywalker, you know, like in episode four before he got any of his powers. Billy does wear a green shirt. There you, pff, he, there you we have solved the mystery. Yeah. Forget, Yoda, a.k.a. Billy. Forget baby Yoda. <laughs> forget Billy baby Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> Billy Yoda. Heck yes. yeah. <laughs> Cute baby Yoda. Yeah. I, okay, we baby Yoda's Billy cute. Yoda. He's cute, but he's no Billy Yoda. He, Billy Yoda, you know? Like, I almost said Billy Yoda. He's a master. <laughs> he is. He is the master. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's like that's like a good equivalent. That's like a really good comparison. Yeah. yeah. And then he also is the first person to spot the sluice way. Well, because he felt it, you know, like the force. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I was going to say, he wasn't in the excavator. No, but he just felt it. He, he knew. knew. He knew it was there. So. Billy yeah. Sluice. Yeah, that's what they should call it. <laughs> Billy know? Sluice. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where the episode ended. They kind of, what, what did they say? They said, uncorked it, basically, right? Yeah, because it starts pouring out all this water. Mm-hmm. And they find the clay in it. Yeah, but and- who, okay, so if Billy noticed it first told Marty what to do to get that last quarter scoop. Once they started seeing it, like, running, who was the first one down in that hole? Rick. Duh. He practically <laughs> dove in, and Steve did, too. Steve yeah. got to... I was like, is that Steve yeah, in there? Yeah, Steve was all about with... it. And he's, like, getting his, you know, his marker. Right? Yeah, I just... I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, well, I could believe it. These guys are passionate about what they do. Yeah, but he didn't need to get in there to mark it that way. But he definitely was, him and Rick were like swan dive in. They jump right in. No so, problem. Someone else that shows up that's new to viewers and the mm-hmm. team. I, I had, uh, I've, I, I knew a little bit about this gentleman, but, and he's shown up here or there, mm-hmm. but his name's Scott Barlow. Mm-hmm. And he is a project manager. Yes. For operations of Oak Island, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I, I saw yesterday on one of the Facebook groups, Somebody's like, who's this Scott Barlow guy? Like, he Mm -hmm. just showed up, Mm -hmm. you know? And Scott replied to that, and I'm going to read what his reply was, just so that everybody's a little more aware of who he is and what he does, right? And Scott said, I'm always here, though I may not post much. Um, Too busy weeding out the hoodlums, LOL. Mm -hmm. I think he's, uh, because they were, like, asking about him in the group. Mm. So, but on to what he said about, like, his association with oak island yeah i followed the mystery since i was 12 i read a fiction book called the hand of robin squires i was hooked ever since i've been to the island quite a few times over the years last fall i was over to help out for a couple weeks this year rick asked me to come on as a project manager it was a new role to help keep the wheels turning on multiple projects on the go my day could consist of anything from running a piece of equipment to running a shovel to coordinating with contractors and getting done whatever needs done. Uh, if I, It was tough to pull off. I have a business here on PEI, P-E-I, but I was fortunate enough to find someone to step up and take care of the daily requirements so I could head to Oak Island for seven months. Wow, seven That's months. That's a long time. That's a big commitment. <clears throat> so we thank Scott for that. Um, it was a crazy busy season, the most ambitious yet. I have no regrets. I couldn't say no. How often does someone call you up and say, hey, want to come look for treasure? Uh, LOL. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wish they showed more of the actual work that goes on on the island so that people have a better understanding. Our days could be 12 hours or 16 hours long, but only minutes of that actually make it to the air. And that's why it looks like everything is happening so fast. Mm -hmm. Lots of interesting stuff to come, so stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. Well, hey, I'm glad that he replied and that we got a little more insight on who Scott Barlow is. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a, I think he's a very important cog in the wheel to keep everything running smoothly on Oak Island. Especially with so much going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, really a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. yeah, it's cool to have, you know, a, a new expert. You know, he's an expert in keeping the wheels moving. So. No. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, well, they all have, they, you know, Steve Guptill is another new expert on the team, expert surveyor. Uh-huh. You know, Billy's the heavy equipment expert. Uh-huh. You know, we got Doug, expert historian. <laughs> it, they just call him this historian, but I'm going to throw in expert because expert. I think that's what he is. And same with Paul Troutman. You know, those guys yep. are expert historians uh, and researchers. Expert geologist. Expert ge Heck yeah, he is. Heck yeah. And then we got Laird, the expert archaeologist. Why not? That's going to be busy yeah, on is. Lot 21. Heck yeah. So, anyway, that's kind of how, you know. that That's how the cookie crumbles there. Yeah. It was a fun episode. I thought it was great. I, I loved it. I thought we got a lot. I did, too. That Next, last scoop yeah. was like popping the cork, though. And, and then water. Billy's like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Billy knows things. Quarter of a scoop. Quarter of a scoop. <laughs> that's all it took. And so that's the end of the episode. Then we have next time on the Curse of Oak Island. Yep. What happens? A potential 1700 ship spike mm -hmm. uh, from Gary. Yep. And a, a, probably the whole eastern drumland looks like a minefield. Yeah. It's just. Yep. Lots of explosions. Then we had Darcy O'Connor in the war room. Uh huh. So Darcy is a, a familiar face. Yeah. He's been on this show a couple times, right? Mm hmm. Uh, he, I know we've, we've seen him and he, he wrote a he, book. Yeah. He, he's written many books yeah. about Oak Island. He's a, a theorist, right? Yes. And like one of his books is, hmm, I'm looking up, uh, looking it up right now because I just want to make sure we give it a shout out. Oh, I can't find it off the top of my notes here. Stall for me. I was going to say, I probably have it here. It's called, I, like, The Mystery of Oak Oh, Island. yeah, you're reading it. Yes. <laughs> you have, you'd been reading it just before. Mm hmm Yeah. So, yeah, The the Secret Treasure Oak, of Oak Island. Yes. Okay. And that's one of his books, and uh, it's actually available on Audible. Yes. And you can listen to it for free if you use our Audible code, right? <gasps> Could you? You could. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash Oak Island Podcast, you can get a free month of Audible. Mm -hmm. And you can get this book. You get The Curse of Oak Island by Randall Sullivan. You could go. There's a All few other. of Oak Island. There's a few other Oak Island books. There's Harry Potter books. There's Lord of the Rings. There's, you know, anything you want. You get it for free. No strings attached. If you don't want to continue your membership. After the free trial period, you can uh, cancel any time and keep the book. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, what do you got to lose? If you want to maybe get in front of this uh, episode and be more of an expert on who Darcy O'Connor is before the book or before the next episode airs, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You can just go to audibletrial.com slash Oak Island podcast, 
get your free audiobook and who knows, right? Who I knows? Mean, then you can have a free book. So uh, I wasn't planning on doing that yeah, like that little ad a... spot there, but we want to thank Audible for sponsoring sponsoring our podcast. So thank you, Audible. Thank you, Audible. Audibletrial.com slash Island Podcast. Go there now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we blow up half the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear something about wood, water, and a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's excavator work. Looks like everybody's standing around watching the excavator pull up stuff in a deep pit. We're not sure exactly where that was. It could be near the sluiceway. It could be the cave-in pit. I don't know. I don't know. They but agreed it doesn't a look... deep pit should be dug. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> Dig it. Yep, dig, dig, dig. Dig, dig, dig. So nope. that's that. Know what time it is? What time is it? It's clot-worthy time. Yeah. Okay, so the last week's winner mm-hmm. was kind of a blowout. And it really surprised me because it was like the shorter one. I mean, I think people do it to... Because they don't to want spite me. To, you? Yeah, they don't want me to have, have my enjoyment in the clout worthy moments. They don't want you to have joy in your life. Yeah, kind of <laughs> sad. Now oh. I need a hug. Oh. So you pat me on the leg. Thanks. That's that's good enough. I that, that's what I'm worth. Thanks. <laughs> I said I need a hug, and she pats me on the leg. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, so yeah, last week's winner was third. Oh. Thirteen branches. Mm. I, told, I was about to say it. Yes, 13 branches. You don't say it as well as Robert Clotworthy. I know. Sorry. I'm not, profane, I'm not a professional voice actor, okay? Maybe you should practice. Then you could be. I don't think I have the voice for it. Not to put me... Yeah, I don't have... I can't do what they do, but that's fine. That's that, a good thing they can do what they do. <laughs> absolutely. 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 So yeah, that was that was a fun. You know, it's thirteen branches. I mean, that was a fun. It's a nice discussion last week. You know, and that theme tends to carry. Well, it didn't carry to this week, did it? I don't think we heard anything about the founding fathers theory or the thirteen branches or anything this episode. No. So it doesn't carry, does it? It carries, <laughs> not necessarily from episode to episode. Uh, I know what you All mean. The... You stop it. Oh. I asked for a hug, and now I got punched in the leg, so thanks. You're the see best. See what I put up with, guys. Let's see what I put up with. Okay, you want, the first one is, and this is for this week. Okay, this is what you'll have to vote on. All right, go ahead. Let's hear it. A sand-filled tunnel packed with hard clay and found some 100 feet deep beneath the cave-in pit area? Ooh. I like it. It's longer for you. Thanks. But it's good. It was a good one. The Sandville Tunnel. Or whatever you called it. (laughs) Fun. All right. Well, that's option one. What is option number two? A possible second cellar hidden below the home of Daniel McGinnis, one of the three young men who discovered the original money pit in 1795. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm pretty much psychic. Yeah. Or you watched the same episode as me. <laughs> I just didn't recall that there was a, a clotworthy moment because you pick all this. I, you know, I just. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A well, second cellar. Yeah. For I mean, roots. Or something. Or and gold. And wine. Or gold. Or that. Or maybe wine is if the If I had so much gold and I was living back in like the 17, 18, early 1800s mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do with my gold, I'd build a second cellar for it. Why the heck not? Right? Really? No, because I think I'd store it in my house and like sleep by it or something. 
you know, like Scrooge McDuck style, where you can dive in. Uh, that's Maybe that's be, what he did with the cellar. That's got to be really uncomfortable. So. So you can vote for your favorite clot worthy of the moment of the week. Clot worthy of the moment. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna do your little thing here? Oh vote here. here. You can vote it's like here-ish. Mm, somewhere up here. I'll be right here. Okay. Well, if you're watching the video, this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing an E. T. voice and we're touching fingers, okay? E- My yeah. finger's not glowing like E. T. but That's good. Guys, I'd be running you to the anybody hospital. See, anybody see that E. T. ad that Xfinity's running? Like it's we- I did. Like it's weird to like enjoy an ad, but I enjoyed that one. <laughs> it's I a it was, long ad. I thought it was better than the movie E. T. <laughs> like I'm not so into E. T. I thought E. T. was kinda weird. It kinda freaked me out as a kid. A lot of things freaked you out as a did, kid. Did we talk? We talked about this on our live stream. Probably. Yeah. It just freaked me out because, like, E.T. is, like, on that table and he's, like, almost, he's, he's about to be dissected or something by these government officials and they have the whole house tarped off and people in, like, bunny suits. Like, it was just a weird movie. Like, it was, like, it creeped me out as a kid. It's almost weird as this E.T. tangent. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay, so you can vote on <laughs> yeah. YouTube. You can vote on Facebook mm-hmm. at Oak Island Podcast. Yep. You can also vote on Twitter at Oak Island Pod. Yep. And then if you just want to chat with us, we're also on Instagram. We are. At Oak Island Podcast. Mm-hmm. And where else are we? You can email us yep. Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. Or give us a call. Oh, give us a call. I wasn't ready for that one. I was, uh, well, I, you can yeah, call I, us. Yeah, I literally was looking at my, um, uh, I wanted to, like, I was getting ready for reading a review, right? Well, I'm sorry. So, okay. So, yes, you can call us 360-836-4549. And, you know, we've had a few calls this week, and nobody wants to leave a message. Like, what's up with that? Sad. Or maybe we don't know how to... Find the messages or something. Like, maybe there's something kind of air on our end. I know how to find the messages. Yeah, well. They're not there. I get notifications. Like, someone has called this line, you know? And I'm like. Maybe it's a spammer. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what the heck's an Oak Island podcast? Click. What the heck's an Oak Island yeah, podcast? I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's just, hey, we want we want to hear from somebody. Please call us, right? Call us. Call us. Give I us mean, a, give don't us a be jingle. shy. It, we might not. If you don't want us to use your voice on the air, just say it, and you we just won't. To disguise it, I yeah, could, like just put a filter like, over it. Oh, Island podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, we could use a filter. Something like that. Yeah. So cool. Reviews. And, um, well, I mean, call us though, please. You know, it'd be fun. Give us a ring. Yeah. All right. So we do want to read a review today mm-hmm. from Apple Podcasts. We got another one on Facebook, but I'm having trouble finding it. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Save it for next week. All right. Apple Podcasts, we have a review from Ben Jamin. So Ben is Jamin, right? Is that what that's Or saying? Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zero, one, two, eight. Okay. So it says best podcast. What? I mean, I think we're okay. I, I mean, didn't know we were the best. I mean, that's really kind of you. You know, maybe we are the best. I don't know. Who am I to judge? I I don't know. know. I absolutely (laughs) love this podcast. Very funny. 
entertaining, and great conversation. Aww. I recommend this to anyone I know that loves Oak Island. Please keep up the great work, and I'm rooting for the History Channel to make y'all the official podcast of Oak Island. Thanks, guys. From Ben Woodkey in Vancouver, Washington. You're, ben, you live in Vancouver? We live in Vancouver. Say what? And, I don't, and we don't know who you are. It's not... Well, we didn't like say, "Hey Ben, buddy Ben, you know you're my I don't friend. Know Give buddy us a ben. review." I don't know any Bens. Well, I do now. Yeah, well, Ben, thanks, buddy man. Buddy Ben, buddy Ben. <laughs> Thank you so much for the awesome review. I love it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, small world, huh? Yeah, seriously. Cool. Well, if you want to leave us a review, we can read it just like we read Ben Jamins. And Ben B Jamin. Yeah, Ben B Jamin. And you know we can chat about it and we love the nice words and the encouragement always helps yeah i mean that makes how come on that makes me feel great it does make me feel great Uh, fabulous fantiferific even heck yeah so if you also like could it be an oak island podcast Mm -hmm. then leave us a five-star review yeah i mean takes a minute of your time Mm -hmm. we love it and it helps other people find us right sure does all right so I think that's kind of basically the end, right? So before we go, we do want to show off some of our trading cards if you're interested. Yes. And we don't know why anybody wouldn't be interested at this point because these are flipping legit. Too legit, too quick. Yeah. So um, audio only listeners, you're going to want to go to YouTube to look at this because mm-hmm. we're going to do some descriptions. We're going to try to describe it so it's makes sense, but... Um, you know, it's easier to probably just watch. Okay, so these are what the cards um, were originally going to look like. This is what we showed off last week, which is a nice-looking card. But since then, it's gone through a couple revisions, and Deidre has totally... Like, Deidre's the one that made these, and they're literally probably some of the best things ever made. Best I'm just going to say that. It's, it's uh, like... Look at their... Uh, Designed for okay. the Rick Lagina card. Here's Rick in the sleeve. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, so this says Sir Rick Lagina, the Warden of Truth. And, like, this card looks so much better than the prototype did last week. Oh, yeah. We came a long ways. Yeah, yeah we, uh, when we mail them out to the people that uh, support us through Patreon, we're going to have the they're going to be in like little plastic sleeves for you know to protect them yeah so you'll get one in each yeah and so i mean this is pretty awesome to have these in hand finally like the final versions of them mm-hmm. so, so got your print <clears throat> yeah an example uh and they have text on the back and they're numbered so rick lagina is number one because mm-hmm. come on rick's number one right right I mean, they're in no particular order, really, but, I mean, yeah. they happened. To, that's the way the cookie crumbled. All right, and here's card number two. We have Gary Drayton. Okay, so we that. got Gary in the swamp with Excalibur. Yep, it says the King of England, Gary Drayton. And it has a story on the back of the card that talks about Gary, Caton, Gary Drayton becoming the king. Yep. <laughs> and, and pulling the sword from the stone. So it's just a funny little story uh, that... We worked on together, and it's just fun stuff. All right, here's the third card. We got Sir Alex Lagina. Yeah, Sir Alex Lagina, Bachelor at Arms. And he has a fun backstory about being a bachelor on the back of the card. Yep. (laughs) So you're going to want to look at that. 
Then we got the rowdy one, David Blankenship. And he's a pirate. He's wearing the you know, pirate getup. <laughs> wearing pirate <laughs> stuff. And he has a fun story on the back of his card about being a pirate. So there's kind of a theme there. Mm -hmm. All right, here's the only card that we actually haven't shown off yet until this moment, publicly. And this is probably going to be a real big hit. Like I sure hope so. This is Billy Gerhardt, King of the Cove. King of the Cove. <laughs> so we had Deidre had made a, a King Billy, a King Billy card a while back. This is a completely different design. Yes. And so if you saw the other one before, you haven't seen what this is going to end up looking so like. So good. And his story on the back of his card is it's epic. It's really good. So you're going to want to look at that. And then the last card of the first set <clears throat> is. Captain Jack Bagley with little Gary, mm -hmm. his pet parrot. So we, um, yeah, this is, oh, here comes one of our children. Hi. Oh, there's our big boy. Hi, David. Okay, so if you want to get these cards, you will just go to patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast, and you can get your very own set of Oak Island trading cards. Sure can. Um, so... Real quick, uh, we changed uh, how a couple things go on Patreon. If you go there and sign up for the cards, you can still get them at the the lowest uh, way to support the lowest, lowest amount. Tier. The lowest tier to support us is a five dollar Bobby Dazzler mm -hmm. uh, tier, and we changed that to twenty five. The first twenty five will get it at that price because we didn't really think this out <laughs> and how it was gonna cost to ship these things so uh we're like gonna be losing money uh printing these out and shipping them um, we're not here to like make a fortune or anything we just kind of want to break even and so um shipping to like over i think about half of our listenership is from canada mm -hmm. and international shipping is not cheap and no. like we shipped out to uh, australia we shipped out to all over america as well but um, so we're going to do the first 25 people to sign up can get it at that $5 rate. And then there's another tier where it's going to be $8 past the first 25. So, um, cause we, but we wanted to make sure that, uh, some people got in at that price cause we don't have, you know, we haven't got 25 people yet to, mm -hmm. uh, be patrons. So we just wanted to make sure that people got an opportunity to get that price. But once that's full, it's going to be $8 for the set and you'll get those You'll get a set of cards just like these every single month going forward. Uh -huh. And, um, yeah, I mean, those cards are pretty sweet and legit. They're red. So if you, want, if you want it at the $5, do it soon. If you want it at, um, if you don't mind doing $8, I mean, go for it that way, too. So uh -huh. we just want to say thank you guys for supporting us. And I guess that's it. Is there anything else today? I don't think so. All right, well. Until next time. Could it be... Right where the water's coming out, we'll just take like a quarter of a bucket full. Okay. Yeah, there it is. It's a whole box right here. Holy smokes.